BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the very first episode of the Millennials Revealed Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Timmons from the very millennial boy band, 98 Degrees. And I'm your other host, Lauren Conlin, entertainment journalist and former boy band freak. We've got a great first episode for you with E.G. Daly as our special guest. Now, E.G. Daly might not sound familiar off the cuff, but she's been the voice of iconic cartoon characters from the 90s and early 2000s, like Babe and Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. Yes, and get ready to feel old because Rugrats is celebrating its 30-year anniversary. And I used to love that show. I actually made my kids watch the reboot the other day. And yes, there's a reboot in case you didn't know. Um, But more on that later. But you guys are going to die because I have to just tell this story really quickly before we we move on. But I was at my parents' house last weekend. I'm from New Hampshire. And my mom was like, you need to go through all your stuff, all your scrapbooks and photos and whatever. Um, because she wanted to to put them away or somewhere in the attic, I don't know, and throw some some stuff away. So I did, and I found my eighth grade scrapbook, and it had Jeff's picture on it. Jeff, it had oh your God. picture on it. On the oh front, I texted you. I died. How funny is that? I mean, look, I don't. Uh, I'm happy I made the wall. That makes <laughs> me feel very good. But I'm not happy that I'm doing a podcast with you so many years later and you were in the eighth grade. That is not our that was not our intention when we were coming out with 98 degrees. Oh, please. Yes, it eighth, was. Eighth, eighth grade girls. No, we were trying to meet girls our own age. But That's nonetheless, so funny. happy that uh, happy we made the wall. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you made the wall, you made the scrapbook. But truly, my sister and I were in my room and we were just like, imagine I mean, I would have known this as an eighth grader. I would have told all my teachers to blow me. I'm pretty sure. I would have been like, oh, cool. In 20 years, I'm going to have a podcast with this guy. So blow me. They'd be like, what's a podcast? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, talk about back to the future realm of weirdness. I mean, yes, exactly. uh, Exactly. Um, Anyhow, was flattered that uh, flattered that we made the wall, the wall of fame. So, well, anyway, (laughs) anyhow, let's get to some top entertainment headlines of the week for the first part of the show and, and stick around because Lauren has a segment later that I'm a little bit scared of called Ask Jeff Anything. Yes. I'm so excited for that segment. Oh my gosh. And everybody should know Jeff has no idea what I'm going to ask him. So anyway, um, let's start, 
like you said, entertainment news. I want to start with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. So that trial is actually on hold this week because the judge has some somewhere to be somewhere that he um, he had already committed to to going before this this whole thing happened. But he probably needs I, a vacation. No, it literally. I think he had like a speaking engagement. I don't know, but. <laughs> I am, I've been shook by this whole trial. I mean, court TV is airing the whole thing, law and crime. And I like every night before bed, I will go on YouTube or on an app and watch it. Cause it's so fascinating. Everybody I mean, is infatuated with this thing. Yeah. It's, it's insane. So are you team Johnny or team Amber? Do you have well, a side? Well, well, look, I don't want to take sides because it's always a, he said, she said kind mm. of thing. And there's a, you know, there's the, there's a both sides of the story and then there's the real story. So I don't know exactly how, you know, I feel about it, but having been in a crazy relationship like that in the past, you know, I can believe some of the things that are being said in the trial with regards to, you know, look, it's, you know, sometimes people can be violent on the other side of things, meaning a female can be violent and dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not just the guys all the time. So, you know, look, I'd rather not choose a side because again, uh, you don't know the facts, but it is very intriguing and engaging to watch. I agree. And I feel like I will choose a side here. I mean, I just feel like I have to. Right now, I'm Team Johnny. I think that 99% of the public is Team Johnny right now. Okay. And I was 100% Team Johnny until I saw um, there were some sexual assault allegations. And then I was like, "Mm," like that she said on the stand. So Johnny took the stand first, right? We all heard what he had to say. And, you know, he is under the impression that Amber's op-ed from 2018 slandered his name. Um, obviously, he wasn't mentioned in it, but she she mentioned, you know, detailed sexual abuse, physical abuse, all this stuff. And he's saying because of her, he's out of $22 million because Pirates of the Caribbean dropped him among, you know, other projects. Which so, is, is probably true. I mean, look, it's cancel yes. culture out there. So, you know, look, rather than even get the facts, people are getting canceled just based on, you know, a lot of things that could be hearsay. But I feel you with regards to the latest revelation about the sexual assault. It, it was it was pretty damning uh, to him in that trial. And she was pretty compelling. I granted, I mean, they're both actors, right? So, yes, you know, it's, it's hard to take any of it uh, too seriously. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been a pretty interesting thing to 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 take in. That's exactly right. I think that one of my girlfriends said that the other day we were discussing this and she was like, please remember they are all actors. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's a good point, because Johnny Depp, I never thought he was like an amazing actor, but all of a sudden he got on the stands and I'm like, OK, um, this I, that he does sort of sort of talk with a British accent. Yes. Yes. And he's serious and he's like very um low energy. Right. He's kind of like, don't care, whatever. But I mean, the poop on the bed thing, that is just insane. I'm sorry. The whole thing is bananas. And and any cliche thing that people think about celebrity uh, couples, it's involved in this story. It's drugs, it's sex, it's, I guess, pooping on each other's bed. It's pooping, yeah, it's pooping on your pillow. So, I mean, hopefully... My husband doesn't piss me off and I don't have to poop on his pillow. I'm just kidding. That was really good. Not poop on his bed. Yeah. I don't think my body would physically let me, Jeff. I think my body will only be able to go in a toilet. I've just trained myself that way. You know, frankly, I don't see any human being being able to comfortably do that. But, uh, you know, seriously, celebrity types, they're a little out there. So, 
Yes. So I guess everybody this week, take a break, enjoy a trial free uh, week. And then next week you can tune in again to Amber's testimony. Um, Now moving on to the other bigger story, which involves a Kardashian, uh, Kim, if you will. I want to get your take on, or your hot take, basically. Kim's look at the Met Gala, everybody was freaking out because she said she lost 16 pounds in two weeks. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's so unhealthy. What a terrible role model, blah, blah, blah. What do you make of all that? I mean, gosh, guys. I mean, like I said, you can get canceled for anything. You can get canceled for not staying in shape and taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself and get ridiculed by the tabloids where they put those AB pictures of you, you know, heavy and fat on a beach someplace, right? When you're supposed to be on vacation, enjoying your life, or now you're yeah. getting shade for, for losing too much weight to look good. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fitness guy, so I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, look, there are ways that you can get skinny fast that are healthy ways to do it. Uh, if she, che- it's her body, right? So let yeah. her choose however she wants to, you know, uh, train herself and or starve herself or whatever she did to lose the weight. That's it's her body. It's her life. She wanted to look good. I thought she looked fantastic. I'm a big Kim fan yeah. uh, for a number of reasons. And, and I'm sure I'll catch shade about that, but you know, look, the whole family's ultra successful. It looks like they do a lot of good things to give back as well. And, you know, look, she looked phenomenal as always. Right. So yeah. uh, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't join the shade club on that one. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I miss the part where she's supposed to be a role model for young girls. I don't know one young girl that looks up to Kim Kardashian. So I, that's my whole thing where it's like, she wasn't trying to mentor young, young women. She's just herself. And she's, she's actually, you know, I mean, she's going to law school and she's, she's actually fighting for people wrongly convicted of murders and on death row. And getting them and getting some of them released. I might add. Yes. You know, those um, are the things that people should be, that young women, uh, you know, should aspire, and men, and men too, should aspire to to do some of those positive things that, that they do. Right. And look, I guess there's some responsibility uh, that comes with fame, right? You might not get into fame to be a role model. And you've heard basketball players like Charles Barkley say, hey, I'm not your role model. I'm a basketball player. Well, yeah. you know, look, some of it comes with the territory of being in the public eye. How you choose to be responsible with that power is totally up to you. But regardless, mm of it. I think Kim does a lot of good things. Uh, you know, she seems like a good person. I've met her a few times and she was always sweet and gracious. So, you know, it's her body. She looked fantastic. The whole yeah, premise right. of the Met Gala is to look glamorous and look good and fit into these really crazy looks and dresses. And so more power to her. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I've always been a Kim fan for the longest time. I met her once like very briefly and she was sweet and I would say the consensus about most most people that meet her say oh Kim's very sweet she's very sweet so um I think that's yeah that that's telling right if everybody says she's so sweet same with Britney a lot of people say oh I met Britney Spears she was so sweet and you're one of those people you obviously met Britney a number of times said she was a doll lover lover never bad thing to say never heard a bad thing about her ever in the business amazing I love that yeah so I love that um All right, well, let's take a quick break and then let's come back with my interview with EG Daily. You guys, she is so funny. I think I wanted like a little bit more um, tea from her, a little more gossip, but we get enough gossip. You'll see, you'll see. Um, She is amazing and she does the voices a few times and I die. So um, yeah, hang out and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. 
With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. <laughs> well, E.G., I want to tell you that you are on the first ever episode of the Millennials Revealed podcast. Now, we are so excited to have you because me personally, I grew up with you. OK, I literally grew up with Tommy Pickles. Yay, I love that. Yes. That's so awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you. And not only that, uh, I was on, always grew up on Powerpuff Girls. So I did not actually Powerpuff Girls was not my thing. Um, Rugrats was definitely my jam. Obviously, Babe was my jam. (laughs) Love that. Mm -hmm. And I also I love that. I love how beautiful you are, too. I was like, wow, Tommy Pickles is hot. I did not expect that when I first saw you back in the day. I I was like, yeah. So. I can't Thank believe you. this. Rugrats has been around for 30 years. When you first voiced Tommy Pickles, did you ever imagine you'd be doing it again 30 years later? No. Oh, my gosh. No. I didn't even know when we did our first episode that I was going to be doing it for this long. I mean, you go in and you do something and you're like, you're happy if you get like a season or, you know, you do it for a year and then, you know, usually you move on to something else. But to have a show that just and keeps going and then it gets Emmys and then it wins like, you know, all kinds of awards. And then it, then it gets a reboot 30 years later. I mean, mm. We've wrapped it up like 14 years ago and then they got a reboot for <laughs> brand new episodes. So it's like, it's pretty awesome. Yes. And yeah. you guys did movies too. I remember seeing the movies in theaters as a kid. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. The yeah. Features. I can't wait till they do more new features because I now know. they're doing it for amazing CGI animation. So it's going to be so great. Yeah. Right. So much fun. And I, it's so funny. I actually specifically remember the song to the Rugrats movie. I don't know if you remember the Maya song. It was like, take me there. I want to go there. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh my God. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Okay. So so no, thank you. Thank you. I want to know, E.G., I want you to spill the Rugrats tea for me, okay? I want to know the gossip. Tell me tell me the shit that nobody knows that went down, okay, behind the scenes. Now, Rugrats, okay, here's one. You ready? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I was pregnant. Here you go, okay. girl. I was pregnant, and I was doing a Rugrats session, 
and I was doing, you know, hold on, here, diapies. And then every <laughs> once in a while, I'd have to be like, hold, please. And then I'd pause, and they were like, are you okay? And I'd be like, you know, because I was actually having contractions during rug rat session. And apparently, I went into labor that night. I lived no. on tape during rug rat session in labor. Yeah, there you go. Wait. There's a trivia for you. Are you kidding me? No, it's literally on tape. I'm oh, wait, I need to know this episode, though. That's the funniest thing ever. I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. I just know that they have it on tape somewhere. And they kept going, wow, you're, you're contracting pretty often. Like, we're timing you in here because I was doing my rugrats. Ah. And I was being like, hold on, Chucky, hold on, Chucky. And then I'd stop and I'd be like, oh, please. Oh. <gasps> and then I'd go back in. And, and literally that night, I had a baby. So wow. You are a trooper, man. People sure. do not give women. They do. Nobody gives us any credit. Okay. Can I just say that right now? <laughs> you're literally, yeah, you're literally true. playing a baby as you're having a baby. That, that is some shit right there. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's some incre- incredible inverted stuff right there. Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That. Do you ever, I mean, do you ever get hoarse? Does your voice ever hurt? I mean, I'm sure it does, but how do you, how do you manage your tool, your instrument here? You know what? It doesn't really get, I've been using my voice so long and I'm a singer, as you guys know, I've got that yes. Bogo's tribute record. But um, I think, as you know, like I've been singing for so long that, I mean, the only time I might get hoarse is if I've got a really bad cold or cough and then it kind of affects my voice a little bit. But somehow I'm still able to kind of squeeze past it mm-hmm. and do like certain voices, certain voices I can kind of squeeze past it. It's very rarely a time where I can't just squeeze past it. Um, you know, mm. but again, there are, there are those rare, rare moments that like I've been singing a lot where my voice is a little extra hoarse, so I can't hit certain qualities of my voice. But I think it's just so kind of conditioned, you know, I can, I can take it like a bodybuilder. Right. Like right. A That's actually a really good point. Take, and you take a lot of weight. I was going to say the voices that you do are a little, um, like raspy, like babe was very raspy, right? Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Cause babe was like, la, 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 la. yeah. Yeah. So and cute. if you hear my, if you hear my singing, my singing is pretty raspy too. If you hear some of my, like the go-go song or, uh, my go-go's tribute song now or whatever, if you just hear my music, I definitely have that kind of thing in my voice. So, um, yeah. I do have that, but I can also, um, sing clear too. It's not like, it's not like it's scratched, scratched right. because damage It's just, it's just a part of my voice that's there. Right. Right. No, I, I, you do, you have, you have an iconic voice. Now do you get recognized even though you are a voiceover actor? Do I get recognized? Yeah. Because I think like the Valley girl movie or my episode of friends that was pretty popular, the silly cat. <sighs> Yes. Oh, I do love that. I forgot about that for a second. Yes. (laughs) There you go. And like Valley Girl was popular. Boy, Pee Wee's Adventure was definitely. So I definitely have people that are my. And now I've been doing these Rob Zombie movies that I do these crazy characters. So I definitely have people that recognize me. Um, And then, Mm. you know, and and then then also you do have some anonymity with the animation people. So it just depends on where you're at. Yeah, totally, totally. But people. People kind of know, yeah, people know me from a lot of different things. Like when I do, if that's why it's fun, I say to tell everybody go to TikTok, my TikTok or my Instagram at Real EG Daily. 
But as I, I post a lot of different things on there and then people start going, Oh my God, she was on Friends. Oh my God. She was the theme song to the, you know, the men, 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 men. Yes. Theme song yes. Too. But it's like, I post a lot of things. So people start putting the pieces together. And then when I do a con, mm. like I'm doing one in Pennsylvania, I think when I do a con, then people come to the table and they're like, Oh my God, I remember you from Friends. And I remember you from this movie. And I remember your voice from that. So it all sort of ties together when I go to the con. They kind of remember yes. that I do those voices and I do those roles. No, I love it. And I'm, I love your Instagram. Actually, I follow you and, and um, I'm like, wow, she just keeps yeah. staying hot. That's amazing that you, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> being serious. Now tell me, you've got some I new music that. out. Tell me about that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm on this, I'm always putting out new music. So I do have this amazing Spotify if you guys want to go subscribe or check out that, I've got a bunch of original CDs, OG music of mine, and plus a bunch of new stuff I've done. I did a cool version of uh, When the Party's Over, a Billie Eilish song. I did a really cool music video and song version of that. All that's up on my Spotify. But um, wait, what was the question? I got. <laughs> I wanted to hear was, about your new music and so, you're telling me about it. You're so oh, on yeah. point. Oh, Don't yeah. worry. So what, I, what, I'm on, what I'm actually really on here about is that I'm, I was asked to be on this Go-Go's tribute album. So I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'd love to be on that. It's got like Josie Cotton from the Valley Girl soundtrack and the five, six, seven, eights from the Bill, Kill Bill movies and the romantics yes. and a lot of really cool people. But um, I picked We Got the Beat, um, which is probably one of the most classic Go-Go's song ever out there. Mm-hmm. I think it might've even been the big breaking song for them. And um, we shot a video. There's a little fun campy video that's out there on my YouTube page and all over it on YouTube. But I mean, this is really awesome. It's this really fun track, a really fun cover of We Got the Beat. And it's up on Spotify and all the digital whatever formats. And the Go-Go's, the Go-Go's found out it was out. They all posted and shared about it and posted clips oh, of the video. Oh, that's and, so cool. I mean, so they're they're sending their blessing, which is really cool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really cool to reach them with their song. And congrats to them for winning the hall of fame and which is well-deserved because they're like a they were like a monumental band that just influenced right uh, changed a lot of things you're right that is one of the most iconic songs um of our time i believe yeah. i think that's a bold statement yeah. but i actually think it's it's true now um just to wrap yeah. things up eg um since we are a millennial podcast i do want to ask you what is your favorite boy band growing up dating app no boy band dating, dating app wait <laughs> what the I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Boy band. Like New Kids on the Block, in sync, Backstreet Boys, pick one. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd have to say New Kids on the Block. I'd have to say Backstreet Boys. I'd have to say, um, 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 I mean, those were, they were kind of the ones. Wait, you're right. so funny Wait, because the co-host of this show is uh, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. So he might be a little oh disappointed oh, that... Is- Oh my God, them too. Oh my God, them too. Right? Because they all, the truth is they all had these really great songs that they put out. Like they had their classic like hit songs. So I think they, any of those ones that at that time that had those really beautiful romantic songs were, were it yes. for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I so, yeah, agree with you. So definitely say hi to them. Yeah. I will. I will. You are awesome. Well, thank you so very much. I feel old. I can't believe Rugrats has been around for 30 years, but I love it. Um, and I'm going to go watch that video on yeah, your YouTube channel. On the brand new reboot is out on Paramount Plus. It's really cool. It's all CGI and really great. I'm so excited. Well, you've been so lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So I hope you guys enjoyed that interview, but I think you will understand uh, now what I'm saying. I wanted a little more gossip from her. I asked for this like Rugrats gossip and I thought it was cool. She told me she, you know, was playing a baby while she was having a baby. She literally went into labor, um, you know, while doing a voiceover. That was very funny, but I guess- So talented though. Yeah, so she's amazing. She's amazing. Legend. Yeah, great, great job. Great interview. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, okay, Jeff. Don't be mad at me. I have created this segment without your knowledge. It's time. I got it. Okay. It's time. I know what the people want. So the people want ask Jeff anything. Now I've got three questions for you. Um, You can answer them honestly, hopefully, or you can pass if they're really making you blush. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Question number one, I can tell you're so nervous. Um, okay, well, back look, in the day. I, I guess I guess since EG didn't spill the tea, you're going to expect me to. So let, let, let's yeah, do- spill it. Spill the hot tea all over the place. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know well, what that means. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Back in the day, did you ever hook up with another member of a girl band like S Club 7 or Danity Kane Spice Girls, did you ever come close? Well, I'm not going to say the name of a group. Did I ever come close or did I? What's the well, question? Well, both. Like, Which if you were going to say, no, I didn't, but I came close. Like, did you? I would say, yes, I did. And that's, I'll leave it at that. I will not say, it, and it wasn't one of the three bands you mentioned. So, uh, but it was a girl band. So it was a, it was definitely a girl band. So there were, there were a lot of them. So don't forget there's Europe. You've got Europe in there too. And, and, uh, South wait, East but East did people Europe. care about Europe? I didn't care about Europe. I cared about those. bands. I, I only cared about Europe because they had a bunch of girl bands there. So, you know, Oh, okay. And that's well, not the only reason I cared about Europe, but that was another reason to care about Europe. So, okay. I like, don't love that answer, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, Hey, at least it, I gave you it happened. Would you, I, it would have been much worse if I would No. Never. No, you're right. You're right. right. And I guess you're respectable. You don't want to kiss and tell. That's very, um, very chivalrous of you. So, okay. Now, (laughs) sorry for the next (laughs) one. I'm so excited. I can feel it. Have you ever, have you ever gotten into a fist fight with another boy band member? Doesn't have to be 98 degrees. I love this question. 
Because I love this question because look, people thought that 98 Degrees, Backstreet and NSYNC were rivalries, like we Mm -hmm. didn't like each other. That was quite the contrary. Unfortunately, the boring thing is that we got along famously with these guys, had a mutual respect for them, their talent, their journey, because we were sharing a similar ride. But back to Europe, there was a group called Five. And we were on this thing called either it was the Pepsi pop tour or smash hits tour where they put all these boy bands and girl groups on this massive tour. And this group five, we were both competing for best new act, right? And five were the cockiest mofos on the planet. And you know, look, I didn't drink back then. I can't imagine I did, but for some reason I was not drinking during that stretch, but we were at a pub in the hotel and those guys were talking shit. And I went after Rich. I wanted to fight him. And they had to literally pull me away from him. Wait, that's but, hot. That's amazing. That's actually he, amazing. I, I was trying to look up five and I couldn't really find them. But baby, when the lights go, go out. Oh, that group? Yeah, those guys. Wait, I know that group. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and, they, and they pushed out. They, the guy was acting like a, a, like he was a hard ass and all this other shit. And I was like, you know what? I went I after him. Start, yeah. And then literally our group was good. We would have thumped those guys. Yes, I agree. Wait, whatever happened to them anyway? Well, I think they might have come back. I don't know. But we that was one group we did not like. We did not like the guys from five. I love that. And I love how you don't care and you just say so. This you makes me happy, care. Jeff. Very you, you happy. Ask me the questions. I give you the straight answer. I'll yes. No, I love <laughs> I love that answer. OK, now for my last question. Last question. Have you ever tried to date a celebrity and failed? Um. Look, no, I actually... I, you know, I guess if the, if it didn't end in marriage, does that count as a fail? Well, I mean, you know, like Nick cozied up to Jessica, turned. then Vanessa. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you guys are doing all this cool stuff and touring. And like, I feel like you meet a lot of famous women. We do. We do. We And me for me, I met a lot of famous women early on. And some of these women a year removed from becoming famous, I used to watch on TV or uh, their music and all that. So you know, actually dating them was sort of weird and surreal. But mm-hmm. after that initial, like, wow, I'm dating a such and such celebrity. Yeah. You know, I didn't like a lot of the female celebrities that I was dating because it was, a, it's, it's sort of superficial. A lot of it was if they were an actor, they'd seem like they were acting or if they yeah. were a singer, they were dating a bunch of other guys at the same time behind my back. So I would say Ooh. that it wasn't that I got turned down uh, f- by, ce- by celebrity woman, um, it just didn't end up being a long term relationship because me, I just like the. I'm from Ohio, from a small town. I just like the real. I like the girls next door, the normal yeah. ones. And so, you know, the celebrity stuff was re- never really that attractive to me. It was exciting in the first couple months, uh, but then it was like, yeah, I just need a normal person. Okay, but you know? which celebrity did you like take on a date? Even even if you were like 18, I don't know. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. I mean, it's noted out there. Some of the girls that I okay. had. Dated. Yeah. Some of the women that I had dated, it's out there. So, but I don't want to bring it up because it sounds like you're bragging, but it's not. Like I said, I would have rather dated a regular girl yeah. that's normal, right? And no, I'm like okay. First of all, Jeff, I'm pulling this information out of you. It's not like you're sitting there bragging. Believe me, I am. I'm actively trying to get info out of you. <laughs> Well, look, as we do these shows, you'll get more and more. <laughs> I am very excited. So loose lips sink ships. OK, so I agree, but we'll see. I'm going to get you. We're going to do a drunken episode where we just go shot for shot. And then I'm going to get you like just spilling I'm all, I'm everything. All, I'm all about that. Let's do it. OK, good, good. So for the first 
time ever of ask Jeff anything, I would say I'm satisfied with one of those answers out of three. So we'll keep working on it. One out of three is not bad. Yeah. One out of three is not terrible. Um, Yes. So anyway, moving on. Well, okay, Lauren, let's take a minute before the end of the show to appreciate one of the worst trends of the early 2000s, low rise Mm. jeans for guys and girls. Or if you like them, if you like them, tell us why I like them. They're by the way, they're back. You're, you're, you're ripping this trend, but no, they're not back. Yes, Gen Z thinks they're back. They are not back. I love it. I love it. Ew. They, Ew, I love them. We have not to like make our butts disappear. It's so weird. It's like you don't have a butt when you wear them. I don't get it. What's the yeah, purpose? But it's just looks good. I like it. Wait, uh, we all have muffin tops in it. I feel like the girls will think the same way. And I feel like guys, the low rise jeans for you guys, you guys love it because you love showing your boxers. That's weird. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the low rise. That is that <laughs> called low rise or is that called gap in a sag? Is that wearing the baggy pants? That, oh, that, uh, yeah, uh, I don't uh, know. Maybe it is. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm grouping it all together. Yeah, two different styles there. The low rise jeans for girls are tight. The 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 guys that gap the sag or drop the drop their jeans to their hips so they can show their boxers are just oversized. Yes, jeans. and you also- used to do that. There's oh my pictures God. of you everywhere with your pants literally down to your knees. Enor- <laughs> Enormous jeans, like yeah. jeans that are like 36, 38 size. And I'm wearing like a 29. But, That's uh, so yeah, funny. That was the style. I mean, literally, we when we, we got signed to Motown, they were like taking us shopping, going, you guys need to learn how to dress. They took us to like all the Fat Farm and Maurice Malone and Tommy Hilfiger. And they're like, oh my God. I'm, I'm like trying on stuff that fits. They're like, no, dude, you need. <laughs> Like stuff that's like five times your size, like double XL shirts. Wait, that's what, they were, that's what they were telling you. We need oh to dress God, you like five sure. times your size. Yeah, they were like, dude, you'd literally, I think they just wanted me to disappear in the clothes. They, they wanted to see me. But anyway, that's uh, that's the story about the my my take on the jeans. Wow. Situation. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't miss that trend. I really don't at all. And it's funny, the other night I went out with girlfriends and we decided it was 80s night. So we put sparkles like all over our eyes. And I was like, wow, sparkles were definitely also a trend for like 20 years from like the eighties to the early two thousands. And I definitely didn't miss like waking up the next morning with sparkles, like all the way down my face, all on my chest. I was like, nope, don't miss this look. Not at all. That that one transcends all. I mean, that, that started in the seventies actually with with some of the stuff. So yeah. Before my time, old man, remember. Right. Back yeah. in my days, they started sparkles when I was a little kid. Oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I've really enjoyed doing this first episode with you. I am going to work on you. I'm going to, I'm going to think of some really good questions that you have no choice but to answer. I'm down. I'm down to answer the questions. I just don't want to incriminate myself or make. No, never. Else. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Stop uh-huh. it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for listening to the very first episode of Millennials Revealed. We really hope you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And this podcast will be out weekly every Tuesday. All right, Jeff, have a good Thank one. Thank you.